This week, we answer more of life's tough questions like, how raw is your cheese? How holy is your poultry? And how much of a dirtbag is your boyfriend? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the show where your anger isn't valid unless we say it is. My name is... That's right. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is the shredded Phil Causey. Shit, Phil. Shredded and also safe now. You're safe? Yes. I Why, do you to... have a safe space? Well, no, because <laughs> your apartment apparently is not one. So I want to I I talk about what just happened to me about 20 minutes ago in your apartment here. So I, oftentimes, before I, I come to do these recordings, it's my, my day off for my day job, and I hit the gym on my way here. So I get a little protein shake sometimes on my way to come over and record and this is so williamsburg I, right I now this asked, is so brooklyn this is the this first part of the story anyway not really uh, so i hit the gym and i had bought, bought a protein what kind of protein shake did you buy i bought a uh one of those like what oh fuck what was it called it was one of those like Adwala, i think like yeah, the fruit kind yeah you hear that audience that's what i'm talking about yeah he didn't just get like you know muscle milk or muscle milk. Uh, yeah, yeah you got some I mean, it was for the organic way yeah <laughs> So anyway, I, I drink my little vegetable protein shake thing, and I ask Sandeep, hey, do you recycle? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I recycle. So I go to get up to rinse it out, because that's what you do before one throws something in the recycling. And he, he snatched out of my hand as if we were, like, in a college football game. Like, you Heismaned me for an empty plastic bottle. I just, I just thought you were going to go throw it in the garbage, so I just well, took it from you because I was going to rinse it. What kind of a monster would I be if I threw a dirty fucking plastic bottle he grew, into you your grew recycling? Up in Brooklyn, Connecticut. I don't know what happens. You know, I don't know what rules. Dude, um, rural America, they're not bad with their recycling. They're, I, I know the ins and outs of it. Okay. You know? I don't, I don't know if red counties recycle. But I've, ne- like I've never seen you move that fast for anything in the years I've known you, except but, for an empty plastic fucking bottle. You could have rinsed it. I was gonna rinse. I was on my way to rinse. Uh, yeah, it. I didn't know if I. I didn't know I if realize. I'm involved yet. So you I was just know. Gonna, okay, I, I, cool. People just jump yeah, in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, I didn't okay. know if there was any formal, formal. Enough about the uh, <laughs> about my, me and my plastic bottle. Boy, do people in red counties recycle? Because that seems like kind of a you know a pansy, hippie thing to do. Well, you know, well think about it. Yeah. Where do where do hippieish people tend to live? They tend to live mostly in like rural places. You know, so I, I had a semi hippie. You like, tend to be not, like not on red. communes. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But you think about like like the state of Vermont is mostly rural. A lot of hippies up there. But True. The Vermont is blue. You grew up in like a very red area, right? Yeah, I would say it leans red. Certainly, yeah. That's right. That's I would, right. I wouldn't say but very. They, but they still recycle. That's that's. But good. do they throw yeah. like ca- like aluminum cans out car windows or like what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, wait, let me address what Sandy said. No, the thing is, yeah, it was rural. It's like rural New England, but it's still Connecticut. It's still, uh, you know, the Northeast. So people there still have enough common sense to recycle, you know? Okay. I don't think this is that interesting. Let's meet our guest. Yes. <laughs> yes that, Hi. Yes. Hi. That third voice you hear is Francesca Day. Yes. Hi, guys. I'm Francesca Day. Um, glad to be here. We always meet our guests up front and talk about their projects. Uh, now, I understand you just got done with some stuff. I just got done with some stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I last month I was in uh, Northern Virginia, D.C. and and West Virginia in the small space of five days doing some shows, and it was nuts and crazy and fun. I'm actually from the D.C. area, so it was kind of cool to get back. A little hometown stand-up tour. 
Yeah, except for all of my friends have like seen me enough times at this point. Like, you know, when you all of a sudden don't have any civilian friends that are interested in seeing you anymore. And just like all of a sudden they're like, yeah, well, we saw you twice. So we're not going to. It was more. Um, it was a show. Uh, uh, it was a tour promoted. It was a tour promoted by this guy uh, that I had met on a different show. And he kind of like threw together some dates with a bunch of different venues that cooperated and. I didn't have to do any self-promotion, which was fantastic. Oh, that's great. How yeah. was comedy in West Virginia? Actually, that was... Coal country. Did you go to coal country? No, 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 no. This is like, think Harper's Ferry. Like, okay. Think almost D.C. suburbs. Like, not okay. crazy West Virginia. It was all like in a in probably a 40-mile radius. And I guess um, Sandy is using this whole show so far to uh, stereotype parts of the country yeah. he's never been to. That's okay. I, yeah, I, <laughs> I am. I just said how was I West am, Virginia. I am. Well, no, country. no, you're like cold country, yeah. right? And no, you're from the sticks. You know what's and all crazy this, yeah. is that I got there and I was with um, I I I sort of roped another comic, Amanda Holstein, in with me, and she was like our driver and. Um, awesome co-comic and we got to the first venue and we stayed in this like nights in and like didn't even yeah. get the and didn't even get the like pun until we got there and it's just r overlooking the most beautiful mountain and we're like we're staying in the shittiest place looking at like one of the best views it was Tanya, great. do you know yeah. what a nights in is i don't um it's spelled like night like camelot yeah. night yeah it's like a chain of like basically what would you say trucker motels yeah yeah, it, it's it, meant it, you're it, meant to stay there for yeah. a night, yep. but it's K N I G H T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like a Motel Six type thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, same uh, level. Most, I mean, most most of the front desk clerks are Indian, so nice. <laughs> See, they come here and they don't there just run Seven Elevens. Yeah, so I just did some of that and um, a couple of cool shows last week, like a cancer benefit and stuff like that. And now I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of on to. Uh, doing a lot of podcasts now. <laughs> yeah, stopping by ours. This, this is week. my first. Yay! <laughs> Hell yeah! And now, and if you're in New York City, you can see her. It's weekly, the thing that you do. Yeah, I have a weekly show at uh, Karma um, in the East Village, seven yeah. o'clock on Friday. So come through there. Karma Lounge. Have we want. mentioned Karma Lounge in the show before, Sandy? I don't think we have. Have you not? I don't think it's we the have. weirdest place. That is, it is. <laughs> For those of you who've never been to New York, it is uh, a two-level bar. And downstairs, they tried to make it into like a like a comedy slash small performance venue. Yeah. And then upstairs, it's like a lounge. It's a, it's a hookah lounge. It is. And it's smoke friendly. It's one of what, five bars in New York City? Yeah, I think, it's right? grandfathered in somehow. You can smoke on yeah. stage at Karma Bar. I, I have never tried to do it because I'm terrible at that kind of like multitasking. But lots of comics try and fail when they do the show. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah. It's like the old school where you go there and then you leave and mm -hmm. you smell like smoke. Yeah. Oh, it's the fucking worst. Yeah. There. Especially like the upstairs looks like, like the, uh, the black lodge from twin peaks, except for filled with weird white trash people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they're all like, and then everyone is smoking inside and downstairs just looks like a, yeah. So if the weather is shitty rape, and you're in New York, basement. Yeah. <laughs> go to karma and go definitely to come through Friday it's nights. It's I think fun. it is. Your put, thing is Fridays. Yes, Fridays at seven. Awesome. Yeah, we we have great comics that frequent, and we have a good time. And we also you can have smoke me in inside. the show sometimes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Great comics and Phil Causey. Uh, yeah, no, Phil, Phil <laughs> is also great. Don't worry. <laughs> I am slightly above average. Yeah. All right, Sandeep, you ready to uh, get into some outrage? Let's do it.
Okay. okay. Um, Do you want to? Oh shit! We didn't talk about what we're going to start with. Oh. We, we have two food stories today. That's that's what we our theme of the show unintentionally is food stories. Yeah. Let's start with France. Okay, we're going to start in France and go south. Yes, France, uh, an underrepresented country at the fake outrage report. We do a lot of outrage from, from across the channel over in mm. England. We've had a few France. I think this is our second or third only in our over 100 episodes we've done so far here. Uh, That's but true. France is in, in the house, and I, I'm glad that Francesca's here because she took French because there's a lot of French I words did, here. I did, though but... I'm an Anglophile. If you ever get English stories, <laughs> yeah. I, I always liked it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We, well, the next one was in an English newspaper. But All right, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with this one. So culinary leaders are urging a boycott of camembert cheese. Is that how you say it? It's, I think it's camembert. I mean, it's not. That's a terrible American version of it. But I think it's camembert. Okay. I, it's cam- it's, I think it's camembert. But how, how would you say the French pronunciation? <laughs> I think it's. I, I don't know. Oh, camembert. I don't know. Something right. like that. So it's spelled but C-A-M-E-M-B-R-T. You don't pronounce the R-T. Okay. <laughs> that I know. Camembert. So camembert. Camembert. Because it's B-E-R-T. Yeah. Camembert. Camembert. We'll just cheese. say that. It's like, otherwise, we're those pretentious people that are like, croissant, but we don't actually <laughs> feel that way. Wait, you, know? <laughs> you know what like, I think is pretentious as fuck? Speaking of that, I don't it. mean to totally change the subject for... But you ever you ever at like a taco truck or like any type of Mexican food establishment oh. and you see some fucking white motherfucker who took two years of high school Spanish and they're from like you know, Missouri, and they try to order in Spanish to act like they're cooler than you? Yeah, no, I know. Fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. It's very, it, it is very annoying. Also, yeah. all in throughout Europe, or rather, it, it isn't exactly Europe, but I lived in the UK, and they say the French words with the French accent, and I just can't commit to it. <laughs> you know, like, I can't do it, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to mess it up anyway. Why do I try so hard? Then I just look like a Douche. I, I find it annoying when people do change their accent to say a word. Oh, it's, it's the like worst. There are, there's so many words yeah, that are from other My countries. dad would go to like a Thai restaurant and be like, I'll have your finest singha. And I was like, <laughs> what? You are a white guy from Oregon. You should stop that right <laughs> now. We always talk about fake outrage in the show. When is um, accents to ordering food going to become considered cultural appropriation? I hope it's. I hope that's now. I feel I like just, it's inevitable. I think it already is. Yeah. Just order, just order the chop suey. You don't have to go like the like. Even it's only some languages. You know. I, yeah. I feel like, like yeah. I went to Caracas, Venezuela. It's like, dude. I feel <laughs> like to Caracas. you should like skirt this fine line of like <laughs> acknowledging you're trying to pronounce the word the way it should be pronounced. And if you go to Paris, like I mean, forget about it. If you try, they like it. A little bit they they at least don't hate you but they're they'll start speaking to you in english they're not going to like keep listening to your most cr- tourist like, destinations they speak english in in my experience yeah they uh, in paris they pretend not to until you try yeah in my experience in paris you know or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah but paris. i find that like i i think you need to like if you say chipotle like you're an idiot chipotle yeah, I feel like you at least have to try to say Chipotle, Chipotle, but you don't have to say it with the accent. That's that's my stance on the. What is Chipotle with the accent? Chipotle. Chipotle. I don't know. I don't know. I I, didn't, I never took Spanish. I so. am. Uh, not, I took. I <laughs> All took, I can say is like bendejo. I, I took three and a half years of high school Spanish. I have no idea how that would be pronounced because I forgot most of it. So what happened in Paris? Oh, they're, so, uh, yeah, oh right. Sandeep. To get back. Okay. To they're Sandeep. <laughs> so culinary leaders are working a boycott of camembert cheese. Because starting Good in job. 2021, the government will allow <laughs> camembert made with pasteurized milk to be labeled the same way 
as camembert made with tra- traditional raw milk. I mean, am I right, people? This is ridiculous. In Europe, yeah, it kind of is. It is. So more than 40 leading French chefs, winemakers, and cheese ripeners. They're called a cheese ripener. Wait, that's an occupation? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That sounds along, like a fucking awesome on job. On par with winemakers and French chefs. They signed an open letter uh, published Tuesday in the Daily Liberation. Is that how you... Oh, that was, that was spot on. Great job. Close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's fine. This and calling on President Macron to put a stop to it. They're like, we demand <laughs> raw milk and camembert for all. Ending with the declaration, Liberté, Egalité, Camembert. Mm-hmm. Wow. That rhymes in. That's like, give me liberty in, in my cheese or give me death. That's like one step away yeah, from that's that. That's a wonderful. That's, that's amazing. That's an awesome yeah. way to end that letter. Liberté, Egalité, Camembert. I'm... Uh, I th- okay, I'll start by saying it's amazing that you asked me to be on this because I actually hate cheese. Like, I hate it. That's and so why. We, that, we knew. You knew? No, you didn't. Cheese okay. uh, well, outraged at cheese. Like, I'll eat, like, cheese on nachos and pizza, but, like, I won't eat, like, raw cheese ever. Like, the texture freaks me out. Well, you're just not cultured. That's fine. Anyway, no, Sandy, it's fine. So who's, <laughs> yeah. who's mad about cheese on nachos and pizza? That's Yeah, no, no but I'll only, eat it, I'll only eat it melted. Oh, okay. And shitty. Like, I, I'll only eat, like... You don't have it with, like, wine and crackers and grapes nope, and all no, the... No, ew. How no. about cheese cheese and crackers, like, those the, nope. the from the subway? You know, like, the... No. Whiz, what about what the... Whiz, what about in whiz form? What about the kind that you can... you Yeah, the, yeah like, like the okay, last well, cow, the spreadables. I, I'll eat you have a queso because I'm not, like, a monster, but that's about it. Queso's still liquid. Yeah. It's only in that form. Okay. But, but even just runny regular cheese, which I think camembert is, but I don't know... Think it's a runny it's, cheese? It's a runny cheese, yes. Yeah, I yeah, I can't do it. Grosses uh, me out. I've never I've never had this raw milk camembert, but now I really want to. So what was the um, reaction to the um outrage well, of cheese here? Well, I just like they said they denounced it as a shame, scandal, and imposture and treason. While treason. Yeah. Pasteurized milk camembert as lifeless matter, pasteurized plaster, and an ocean of mediocrity. You gotta hand it to the French. They really they do not fuck around with their outrage. Wow. Again, like we have to, they they have the same kind of standard for wine. They, oh God, we're just general, general, general tonight. Yeah, but, but they're they have white a too, similar so it's fine. For, for wine and champagne, like champagne should be from the exact region of champagne and like things like that. So it doesn't surprise me that the authenticity of a process or a location would be taken into question oh they're very uh, well it's, it's the location and yeah definitely the the raw milk part of it so most of the sixty-five thousand tons of camembert sold in each year in france is produced from pasteurized milk but and only 8.5 percent is the from the raw milk and th- that's called camembert de normandie so mm-hmm. that's the one that means that's it's from, the region. Yeah, that's the region. Mm-hmm. It's the raw milk. Wait, so the outrage here is it has to do with the labeling. Is that right? Yeah. So the, one, the labeling and the that's a big deal in Europe, dude. And the diminishing that's a huge of the fucking process. Yeah. yeah, they don't know. This is a thing. I've known this for years. They if you have any GMO shit in your foods, you have to label it like crazy in Europe. Like there have been like protests and there have been like walkouts and stuff. From like you're, America, we don't care. It's like whatever fucking jizzy mac and cheese, cheese whiz, whatever. But no, like they do not fuck around in Europe with like fresh food and uh, I guess apparently, especially cheese. I didn't know that. <laughs> right. So the Camembert de Normandy is the one from raw milk. If it's produced with um, pasteurized milk, it's called Fabrique de Normandy. Yeah. Made it, which means made in Normandy. 
And the Cabernet de Normandy is uh, actually I don't know shit. One's well, made in Normandy and one's like from Normandy. It, right now it's called Fabrique de Normandy. The, that's the fake cheese. Cabernet de Normandy is the real cheese. And they're gonna in 2021 they can both call themselves Cabernet de Cabernet de Normandy. But the producers did earn this. They can call themselves True Camembert de right. Normandy. So they can add True on. They can add it. True. Wow. So that's that, the, that's that the was it funny. But they still want to. I, I guess they still want to boycott. I, they, what's weird is they got this at the end of the article. They mentioned that they got this thing, but I think they're still at, uh, threatening to boycott. I'm. I suppose that at the same time you're 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 talking about like probably family you know, like generations of families that are that are creating this cheese and they feel the right to get the credit for it and mm. they want... It seems like they don't want to... From this article, it seems like they don't want to like... They don't want to preserve the practice. They just want to have the label. No, I they're feel definitely like that's preserving the... Yeah, I think they, it's both. No, I'm saying it's not... But it's not about that. Not about pre- preserving so, the practice so much as I don't know, as so much as like making sure that their label says we we use cow teat milk and you use this other shit. Well, this is interesting. I my my it's sense definitely of the what they was, said in French. <laughs> my the sense of it was this is all about the fact that they're preserving their thing. Yeah. And they want credit for that. I guess. Yeah, I, I just was think. I just thought it focused a lot about like the naming of things, which I think is just con- kind of confusing. And I would get annoyed. I would get annoyed that my process was just only a word different than this other abhorrent process. That's what I was. That's what I thought was weird. Is why wouldn't they just say, "Fine, use the thing," but why don't they just on their label say, "Made with raw milk by hand"? Like that's what really is their right. Is it's all about? So why don't you just add? That's not that mm-hmm. many words to just add. Like, sure, well, but how Camembert big is this de Normandy <laughs> made with raw milk by hand? Yeah. You know, like the the package might the, uh, right. not be that big because I think it's only like this big around. It's like the size of a CD, right? So I mean, you could put it on there, but I mean, how many extra words? I don't know. It's like five words. Well, I, I can't believe true. I'm siding with the cheese. People. It's one word. It's so true. Weird. <laughs> That's the one word. Well, now they're doing yeah. it, but yeah, why don't you just be a little more descriptive in your label, yeah. and then you get all your credit for or, all the or, shit yeah. that you're doing. Or you could put a big arrow pointing to the cheese next to yours that says like this cheese is. Bullshit. Well, you that's know? way more words. You know, kind of like the "I'm a stupid" T-shirt. You know, they, that's <laughs> way more words than true. <laughs> or yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, so time to issue a ruling. Uh, I'm going to say fake outrage because okay, I think they're definitely right that this cheese should be distinguished, but they can just put in their label. I'm just, I don't see why they just be like, all right, we're made with raw milk and we're um, by hand. I have French fashion. heritage in my family and if my mom ever hears this, which she probably won't, uh-huh. she'd be very upset at me if I went fake outrage in this one. Uh, I gotta go legit outrage. You got what in like your family? You got French? French. A lot of French in my family. Oh. And the... <laughs> the Phil White uh, ancestry. It's one of the, the many thickens. types of white that I am. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, man, the French do take pride in their, their cheese. That, that's like a thing to them. And it sounds like companies are trying to come up with like a fake version of their cheese and pass it off as it. And they're trying to move it on their territory. So I, I got to go legit outrage in this one. All right, Francesca, you're the uh, tiebreaker. And I never thought on, on my way here, I thought I was going to go the other way, but I'm going to say legit outrage. Boom. I know. I, though, if they can, if there's a way to make a better, like a, a better variation of the wording, then I, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, 
this is settled. So you don't care deeply about this topic? <laughs> You're not going to get any emotionally uh, deeply involved here? Uh, no. I like how somebody who openly hates cheese was the deciding vote in this topic. I know, but that, <laughs> but that's where you, you, you got me there is what I'm saying. It's a, it's, yeah. I, it's, it's good. She's not, yeah. she's very objective that way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have been, I have been known on many occasions to make my live-in boyfriend eat certain foods, including cheese in an opposite room from me because it's gross. So that that is something. That is something. No, sometimes with smell, like I used to date this girl that refused to um, kiss me after I had some tequila. She hated tequila that much. So yeah, that, that's a thing with some yeah, people. Smells no, and tastes, they fucking drives them certain crazy. Certain things, yeah. For me, it's more of a texture thing, but yeah. So I have a, a lot of weird uh, food issues, that's all. <laughs> Just weird food issues. All right. So Sandy, you and I have been disagreeing a lot. Have you noticed that? Last couple episodes? I haven't been keeping track. But yeah, I know I, I have noticed that it's often come to our guests for a time. Yes. Breaker. All right, so let's see if we can agree on this next one. We're going to go down to Egypt. So traveling s- south and to the east from France there, down to Egypt. And we're going to go from uh, cheese. I'm trying to prove like less ignorance at this one, right? <laughs> like, just I know where it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I mean, I do, Bill, well, you majored in geography. I have a good degree in geography. So yeah. yeah so that, yeah, you you well, you. Right, topic. We'll give you that. We're not stepping into the arena with me on. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, so was the final exam? Did you just like? Did you just bring a map? <laughs> yeah. Yes. In, in my four-year like degree, this. I had to label all the fucking countries. Sandy <laughs> Piatney. Fuck you. Anyway, so. <laughs> We're gonna go. I had from to do that in elementary cheese school. Cheese to chicken. Down. <laughs> I've never understood notary publics. You know the people that you, you you have to have like you have to have a special degree to be a notary public. You know the people that like sign the the thing. And all you do is like, what's the test? Like, what stamp. day is today? What day is tomorrow? Can you stamp this? All right, done. <laughs> Michael J. Fox from Back to the Future couldn't get it. That's <laughs> that's all we know. You know, so you you can okay, go anyway. ahead and you can you can degree shame me because you're a doctor and I only have a degree in geography. Wait, this was about notary public that had nothing to do with you. You know, brought it back to yourself. I know for a fact that 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 the psychiatrists are the losers of doctors, <laughs> yeah. according to other brown people that I know. Yeah, right? So it's there's true, so many. Shame you too. <laughs> I thought it was chiropractors. <laughs> well, them too, I think, right? I don't know. I don't or podiatrists. Well, they're not even MDs. Of all MDs, yeah. Psychiatrists probably <laughs> come, come in the worst. Last. Are podiatrists MDs? No. No. Okay. They got their own. Their, their own little their foot PDs. Foot fetish doctors. Um, so in, in Egypt, from cheese to chicken, we're talking about poultry now in the uh-huh. second half here. A preacher by the name of Amr Khaled appeared in an ad for chicken in in Egypt, and I, I w- try to watch the ad, but there there's no subtitles, and the whole thing is in what I assume is Arabic. I didn't understand a word of it. Uh, but what happened in the ad? They broke it down uh, vaguely in this article that I read here, where the ad started with him talking about the importance of being spiritual during Ramadan. So I gathered from that that he's a Muslim preacher, and then partway through the ad, he introduces. A woman named Asia Osman, who is a cooking show host, they start discussing her recipes, which all include a, I don't know if they all do, but they, a lot of them include chicken from the Alwatania poultry brand. <laughs> and then they, they go into, uh, after they talk about her recipes, he says, quote, your soul will not improve unless your body and stomach are in good shape. 
And then he continues to say that her recipes will bring you closer to God. Unquote. Yeah, and, and her, her, and the specific kind of chicken. Yes, it was right. It, 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 it was sponsored by a certain brand of chicken, uh, and then it, it also was a, a promotion for. I guess this woman, Asia Osman, has a series of cooking shows that are coming out. So this is a, a promotion that was paid for by a chicken company for a show and their chicken, and they they basically paid this preacher guy to be in the ad, and people are really upset about this because they're saying that he's using his. Uh, his sort of status in the religious community to help hawk meat, right? And, yeah, and and, and and chicken and sell stuff, right? It's like the Pope was like, I and if yeah, Jesus would would have really loved McDonald's French fries. <laughs> I, I yeah, I think um, I'll have a McPick too. Hail Marys, <laughs> right? No, okay, I don't know. Uh, anyway, that was yeah. Well, I mean, there's Chick Fil A. They're oh my like. Right. Yes, they are right wing Christians, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and we're supposed to boycott them, but like it's delicious. It is very delicious. Yeah. Um, Do, are they in New York? They're not in New York, though. They, yeah, are, they are now. Yeah. Where? I just passed one on my way to the train. There's one in the financial district. There's is it one as in Midtown? Good? Yeah. And there's it also is. A, yeah, 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 Chick Fil A. Yeah. Everyone loves it. Is it because like Taco Bell in, in Manhattan sucks? Like no, you, need, you need to go to suburban Taco Bell. It's good. Okay. It's good because that's where I go for my cuisine, uh, fine dining cuisining, is a suburban Taco Bell. Thank you, yeah. Sandeep. Oh, yeah. Sen. oh, when I go to the suburbs, I go to Taco food Bell. tips with Sandeep Sen today. <laughs> I go to Jack in the Box. I don't know why. I've never been to one. Well, they they had a food scare like twenty years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've never. That's one of the reasons I've never been there. Yeah, no, it's decent. I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have never gotten ill. Um, as far as Chick-fil-A goes, I know they're also, someone told me there's a secret one inside of one of the NYU buildings somewhere in the village area. Oh, that does sound familiar. I don't know exactly where it is, but it is an yeah. urban legend. It's apparently. like the please don't tell of yes. Chick-fil-A. It's a secret <laughs> it's, it's, it's a speakeasy <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, I, I don't know. I thought this, I mean, how many times has the church like... You know, I, uh, being a vaguely Christian background, how many times has the church backed something? I just, I feel like, and also, how seriously is anyone taking this preacher? Not very seriously. From what I gather, he's the equivalent of what would be like a Joel Osteen of the Muslims. Right. He's like the like the TV sells tickets kind of like that version of the the faith. From what right. I understand, he's so commercialized. I feel like but at the same time, like when you bring corporations into this, because here's the thing, sayings, I know with some religions you're supposed to eat meat or some you're not supposed to eat mm -hmm. meat, whatever the situation is, depending on the religion, usually they aren't promoting a specific brand though. And I think that that's kind of where, where this comes, where that comes into play is where it hinges for me personally it is, you know, because I understand some religions say, hey, we eat just lamb or we eat just whatever or we don't eat pork or whatever it is but these people are saying yeah you should eat this brand of chicken because it makes you closer to god <laughs> that, that, that's fucking hilarious to me i'm sorry that's just that's so yeah i mean it's not it, it's 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 pretty heavy-handed <laughs> it's pretty heavy -handed. it absolutely is so people are really mad at this this guy mr khaled uh and they want the show that this girl was promoting to be canceled because he, he was involved in this ad, and they're super pissed off at him. And he issued a semi-apology, saying, quote, My words were understood in a way that showed that I was using religion to promote a product. This is wrong and unacceptable. And then he goes on later on, and he says that he takes full responsibility. But I don't know. He says, My words were understood in a way that showed that I was using religion to promote a product. 
But it's like, that's what he was doing. It's a tortured sentence. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and maybe, or maybe it was just poorly translated. Yeah, maybe. Because I mean, I'm quoting that from the, the, the written article. Right, right. I'm sure in Arabic was very graceful. <laughs> Yeah. Sam, <laughs> what do you think of this? You haven't really said a whole lot the last couple minutes here. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this is ridiculous. What what kind of preacher if he takes himself seriously yeah. and starts hawking hawking products and saying it you know, I mean I'm not I'm not religious because all this shit is it's all so stupid. But you know, mm-hmm. I mean if presumably this is like a, a big you know, someone yeah. who's like really into it <laughs> and he's yes. talking to people and yeah. he is using his association with like the knowledge of the of the of, of Islam. Yeah. <laughs> To hawk that you're gonna that, 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 that I, I'm I'm all for the outrage. If you're if you're gonna be you're religious, religious, if you're gonna act like you're religious, then then don't be a whore. Basically, don't, yeah. yeah, don't uh, <laughs> don't the sponsor of your show don't say that they're gonna you'll bring you closer to God. God. Yeah, uh, I mean, don't say that. But at the same time, if we're considering the source, it's like, am I gonna get mad if like Doctor Phil decides to promote something on his show? Yeah, but he's not Doctor Phil's not a, a a preacher. Is he a real doctor though? Didn't he lose his accreditation for a while because he fucking tried to sell some bullshit? Or they were thinking about or somebody. I don't, yeah, I don't know he's, one of those guys. He's worse than than psychiatrist. Yeah. But no, this would be the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See, we're one up on the run now. You're we have one, 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 people, one have up above charlatan TV doctors. <laughs> Yay! So, this I think right. more proper equivalent would be the one I said, which would be Joel Osteen. This would be like if Joel Osteen and stuff like, hey. I know you go to church on Sunday and you're a good Christian, but you know what would make you a better Christian? Right. This new 12 piece from KFC. <laughs> like, that's, and that's also what it is, the, basically. And considering the culture, right? Like, considering the culture, Americans are, are pretty much, uh, they like to say, like, supermarket Catholic or supermarket Christian. We mm-hmm. kind of buy it when we. We, we buy into it when we want to. The CEO. But then something. Catholic, but But this is, we're talking about a religion where. We're talking about a religion where you're willing to fast all day for 30 days. Like, that's how religious you are. I feel like being told to just eat a certain type of chicken is a little bit more serious in that. <laughs> yeah. In no, that 100%. context. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think three, we're, we're all going to be legit outrage in this one. Yeah. Is that? Oh, wow. I'm surprised. Yeah. Legit. I thought it would be, you guys, there would be fake outrage, but. No, I'm, no, I'm I, going to legit. Yeah. I'm going this to is, legit. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. I just no, we wanted brought us back excuse, together. <laughs> excuse to talk about Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Also, does anyone remember the commercial where Frank Perdue was naked? No. Oh, it was like in the 90s. And Frank Purdue, like he's just shot from like the chest up, but he's like totally naked. You know, vaguely. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it off. And but for a second, I don't know why this just made me thought think of that, which had nothing. I, actually, the I'm sure Purdue is some religious Christian background, too. But uh, no, he was naked from like the chest up in this commercial. And he's like, I'm not using any pesticides or whatever they use on chickens. Hormones. I don't know. Why was he naked? To prove that his chickens were like that much more pure. How was that <laughs> message brought home by him being naked? Um, because he was <laughs> not wearing any clothes. I don't know. That, he wasn't know, using was he any... in the chicken or something? No, no, he wasn't. It just was about him not having any extra added extra. In, in, in oh, okay. hormones, yeah, like naked. Whole, yeah. I see. That's, that's pretty why. fucking funny. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've come to the near end of the show. And at the oh, end wow. of the show, we always give our guests the opportunity to let off some steam of their own outrage. 
Francesca. Or is it Francesca or Francesca? How do you? Francesca. Francesca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've been reading your name for years online. I never said But I, I've never, never said introduced it. you on stage <laughs> ever. So I didn't know how to actually pronounce it. I know it was Francesca or Fran- yeah, yeah, Francesca. No, you can, don't worry. You can host a show uh, anytime. I'm no. call you, I'll call you Franny. Yeah, uh, that's so fine. So are you, what are you well, mad about in the universe? Okay, so this is kind of specific and like Sandeep knows that I get very worked up over like historical issues and things of that nature. And I just, I I watched the movie Sylvia about Sylvia Plath from like 2003. And I am like very uh, like irrationally upset about how boring Gwyneth Paltrow is in that movie. Um, But also (laughs) she makes no choices. She's so monotone. And she's like, Oh, playing depressed means staring into space. That's what it means. It's so boring. I mean, I don't recommend seeing the movie, but like then see it so that you know that I'm not crazy when I'm talking about this. But I also, (laughs) so I, so Gwyneth Paltrow in Sylvia from 2003. This is a 15 year old (laughs) movie reference. Yes. This is good. Let let it out. Let it out. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But, I also was very struck by the story of Sylvia Plath, and I never re- read The Bell Jar, which makes me a terrible uh, former teenage girl and terrible feminist. But I started <laughs> reading it. And so she was married to this poet, Ted Hughes. Ted Hughes um, cheated on her like constantly, but she was also very depressed. So he cheated on her to the degree that they got separated and he went off to live with this other woman and then she took her two kids, stuck her head in the oven, and killed herself. Then the woman he left her for, six years later, kills herself in exactly the same way. That's crazy, right? Like, I mean, how that, bad? This guy's a bad husband at right, this point. No, you know. So it made me think of an idea I'd like to do, like a blog, which are, is like, just boyfriends worse than yours. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and like, the first star will be Ted Hughes. Because the crazy thing is, Pablo Picasso also had two mistresses that committed suicide. Wow. Yes. But it wasn't by the same exact means. Like it wasn't asphyxiation. It was, this is so morbid. I'm sorry. But anyway, and and I just always thought with Pablo, it's like not that he's a bad boyfriend, but maybe they just saw his paintings. They're like, ah, that's what I look like naked. Like, fuck, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but, but like yeah, I've always they had mirrors back then. Probably, yeah, you know? yeah, they didn't like, have mirrors. They're like, oh shit. I, why are my tits in my knees? But, um, <laughs> maybe they thought that, that he figured that the ideal body image was a mutilated woman. So they're like, well, if I do this, yeah. you'll like me more. Yeah, Instead of going go. and getting on the treadmill, See, there's more of this. You know, that's... I may have to use some of this, <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to start a, I'm going to start a, a blog of boyfriends worse than yours. And Ted Hughes's probably going to be front and center because that's awful like but why do you think that if, if i think if if two people kill themselves okay. if two separate women kill themselves you're i don't see why if, if they did it in the exact same manner that makes you necessarily a worse boyfriend than someone who's okay two, so he's just as bad as pablo yeah like why just because they kill and themselves she could the have just way. been like a copycat suicide the second one i mean just I the fact know. that the, what makes you the bad boyfriend is that two people who who married you or dated you both decided to kill themselves. Right. I feel like the, 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 that's interesting that they both did at the same time. I don't think that makes him worse In the same than way. Pablo Picasso. Yeah, no, no, he's probably not worse than Picasso. And then you can also say, did he cause that? Or is he just attracted to damaged women? Maybe. Could be either. Yes. And I also, anyway. I think the manner in which you kill yourself, like 
if if one person like if two people kill themselves, I, might, I shouldn't have maybe brought this into the room with a psychiatrist. No, this is good. This is good. It's the manner. If the one guy was dating someone and they both kill themselves, like by like jumping over a lawnmower, that guy's worse than like if two people kill themselves by like ODing. You know, like the worst. Then the worst right. manner that you kill yourself, then that must reflect on the husband. I've got two theories here. Okay. First one is that he just couldn't find a woman that knew how to properly use an oven. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible and the second one is what if this is because you know we hear so much these days about like the patriarchy and male run societies that was from an era where clearly everything is male run what if these were both murderers and he just said oh my god they killed themselves and everyone just believed him because he was a dude that's the other conspiracy theory version of that yeah I like it yeah, yeah. I don't know I mean it's gotta be easy to shove someone in an oven you know just, you could just strangle them and then shove them in the oven. Like, oh, I love it. I don't think their head, like, they didn't have, like, it wasn't, they didn't have law and order, you know? There wasn't, right. like, that, there wasn't But lieutenant. it was 1963. I mean, if somebody has, like, a bunch oh, of bruises all of that, all over them, they'd probably be like, might have been forced. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's not that Well, the fucked up thing is that the second one brought her, oh, this is so messed up, brought her daughter with her and killed both of them. Like, the, both of them put their heads in the oven? Yeah. Or like rather just like sealed off all the doors and left the oven on. Yeah. Or Ted Hughes killed them both. I don't know. That's a big oven. He's also or a like, po- like, he he like- was also the poet laureate of um like England for like a decade. So uh, these might be some sort of harsh uh <laughs> harsh opinions to have and might get me sued, but I think it's by the ghost of Ted, who, Ted I just Hughes. accuse him of double murder. I think if anyone's getting sued, it's probably me. And yeah, 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 that's true. No, yeah, exactly. Anyway, that's or probably Phil, a or fantastic Phil. place. And so, so potentially you have a project coming out about boyfriends worse than yours. I, I yeah. do. I, I look forward to hopefully seeing that. Yeah, soon. yeah. I want to do it as of next week, but we'll see. But it'll be, it'll be, it'll be up. I'll post it on all of the things, and I, I can't wait to write it. It's going to be. Oh, fun. this is going to be great. So, pot- in the meantime, though, you can follow Francesca Day online at. Um, I'm at O Francesca Day on Twitter and O H Francesca Day F R A N C E S C A D A Y Facebook Francesca Day and my website is www.ofrancescaday.com. Yes, Twitter us at Fake Outrage Rept. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Please, please give us those killer iTunes reviews. But before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, remember, kids, liberté, égalité, camembert. Camembert. Bear. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme as well the other way. <laughs> <laughs>